Whether you've been here before or you never left, don't let your time slip away. It's the worst kind of theft. You don't get any return sitting, wallowing in shame. It's time to put in work, bringing greatness to your name. It takes focus and dedication. We're not talking about luck. Gotta keep moving forward. Welcome to Coming Unstuck. Hello friends, Dustin Gress, the Greatness Facilitator here, your host for another episode of Coming Unstuck, a Step Up to Greatness podcast. And this is part two of our self-reflection questions. When you ask yourself these questions, you're going to learn more about yourself and have better direction, a better guide on what's going to bring you joy into your life what direction your life is heading in and when you really dig into these questions and you answer them honestly it's going to give you such more so much more of a clearer picture of the direction you're heading in and even where you've been and how you can improve upon the things that you've done in the past um, so again, this is part two. We're to quick go over the first seven questions again. Uh, number one, what are the mistakes I continue to make and why? Two, how do I distract myself? Three, what are my goals for the next month? Four, what are my goals for the next five to ten years? Five, what do I like about my life? Six, what do I dislike about my life? And remember not to dwell on that one, just by recognizing the things that you don't like about your life, it gives you an idea of what you can change, what you need to change. And seven, what would I do if I weren't afraid? Again, if you're just joining us for the second half of these self-reflection questions, I encourage you to go back and listen to the previous episode to really get more in-depth uh, on those questions. And there's kind of like follow-up questions for each one. So again, what are mistakes I continue to make and why? How do I distract myself? What are my goals for the next month? What are my goals for the next five to 10 years? What do I like about my life? What do I dislike about my life? And what would I do if I weren't afraid? And that's going to take us into the second half of the questions. And number eight is, what are the common characteristics of the people in my inner circle, the people I surround myself with? What are the things that they have in common? And this could be immediate family, your best friends, the people you trust and confide in people that know the most things about you, your inner circle, what are the common characteristics do they share? And how do these people in your inner circle benefit you? That's what the question really is about. Because one thing you want to know is 
do these people in your inner circle, do they challenge you in a good way? Do they make you become a better person? Do they make you want to be a better person to act with more respect for yourself? Do they correct you when they, when you try to put yourself down? Do they lift you up when you are feeling down? Or do they just benefit off of the things that you are already doing well? Are they mooching off you or freeloading off you? So what are the common characteristics of the people in your inner circle and how does it benefit you? Now, it, the relationships that you have with these people in these inner circle, it could be mutual relationships. Like you want to surround yourself with people that are going to challenge you, that are going to make you better. But you need to make sure that you are giving to the relationship as well. So it shouldn't all just be one-sided. They get something from you or you get something from them. You should be letting people know that if they are challenging you, that you're challenging them too, that you are making them become better people because of the time that they're spending with you. So, again, number eight, what are the common characteristics of the people in your inner circle? Nine, what would I change about my job? What are the things you like about your job? What are the things you dislike about your job? Is there more that you can do within your job? Can you bring some sort of innovation to it and make it better in some way? And is your job meaningful to you? Are you getting up excited, ready to go to work for another day? Or do you dread going into work each day? That's something you got to ask yourself. How much do you like your job? What could you change about your job to make it better, make it feel more meaningful for you? And sometimes it's just simply having that get to over the have to attitude. Um, I talked about that in one of my previous very recent episodes. Uh, realizing the things you get to do how it is meaningful versus the things you have to do because it's a job there's going to be things that we don't like doing but how can you make it more meaningful I enjoy helping people I enjoy making things better for them I enjoy cheering them up I enjoy helping them find their greater version of themselves or a greater life What are the things that you like about your job and what are the things that you could change about it? And trust me, if you go to your boss, your supervisor with ideas, how you can make the job, the company better, your boss is probably going to be pretty excited about that, that you're going to have some new ideas and they might not take shape right away. They might have some higher-ups that they have to report to and that they have to run things by to implement any changes that you have in your mind when it comes to your job that you're currently at. But if you're at least taking those steps 
it's going to kind of bring some fresh air into your job, into what you're doing each day. So again, what can you change about your job? Next, what did you want to be when you grew up, when you were a child? When you were a child and adults asked you the question, and I told you, you could be anything you want to be. What do you want to be when you grow up? What did you say then? And are you doing that now? Or are you somewhere far, far, far away from what you said? And not everyone's going to be a princess or a ninja or a professional athlete. You know, professional athletes, 1% of people that play in sports make it to be professional athletes but are you doing something close to what you want to be is it still relevant you still have a passion for what you did as a child or is it completely out of your out of your peripherals and if it is complete out of your peripherals then bring a little bit of excitement back to your life why don't you do something surrounding that job maybe pick or that dream job pick it up as a hobby you know see how you can get involved with it in some other way you know i i wanted to be a professional basketball player growing up and i was once told i could possibly be six seven and i stopped at about six two and you know basketball is still one of my favorite sports to play and I play it whenever I can and softball is okay it's not baseball but playing softball is fun so whenever I can get involved in those kind of things it brings back that joy that competitive spirit within me and then as I've mentioned in my story over 20 years customer service experience where I've thrived and enjoyed helping customers get the best experience that they can getting them what they want and more whenever possible it's helped lead me to where I am as a life coach and trainer the, the greatness facilitator so is what you wanted to be when you grew up when you said that as a child, are you anywhere near that now? And how can you make that part of your life to breathe some passion and fun back in your life? Take a deeper look at that. Next question. What activity or subject that you love makes you lose track of time when you're doing it like you know earlier we talked about what are some things that make you waste time that you lose track of time like what is one thing that you do that you're having so much fun doing it that you lose track of time and how can can you incorporate more of that bring more of that passion and fun back into your life how can you schedule more of that into your weekly life? That's something to take a look at because we gotta have fun. 
we gotta make sure we're doing things that fill our battery, fill us with joy, fill us with happiness and excitement. So what's the thing that makes you lose track of time because you're having so much fun? And how can you do more of that? Figure out how to do that. I encourage you. If you were to give someone living an almost identical life to yours now, if you were able to give them advice, what would it be? Basically, if you were to give yourself advice, what would it be based on where you are at right now? And the reason I phrased it the way I did the first time you were talking to someone with an almost identical life to you what would what advice would you give them it's because sometimes we are terrible at taking our advice you know there's a saying you know do what I say not as I do you know like why can't we do the things we say we're gonna do so how can you Take more of your advice. What advice would you give yourself and how would you implement it? And remember, it doesn't have to be huge gestures, some huge action you have to take. Just start taking small steps towards the things that you're giving yourself advice on. Okay, the advice for yourself. Well, I you need to lose weight because at the rate you're going, you're not going to be healthy. You're not going to be happy. You're not going to be able to do the things. You're not going to be able to play with your kids. You're not going to be able to stay active and travel the world or do things. Well, it doesn't mean you have to go get weight loss surgery immediately. You can just start by going for a walk each day. How hard would it be to tell yourself to go for a walk and just do that go for a walk each day even if you just walk around your block that's still something so what advice would you give someone like yourself or yourself and what are the very first steps you can do to take that Next, again, let's add more passion and fun and joy into your life. What's something that I've always wanted to do, but have never tried? I guess it's kind of similar to number seven. What would I do if I weren't scared or weren't afraid? But this is more, I guess, more like an activity or, or hobby versus uh, a big goal. So what's something you've always wanted to try? Have you wanted to learn how to dance? To learn how to uh, paddleboard? Learn how to surf? You know, what are some little things that you'd that would bring you some excitement in your life that you could do? It's not a huge thing, but it'd be something different. 
and my wife, uh, she took tap classes a long time ago, and she just recently found a tap dance studio that's literally around the corner from our house. Like she's walked to the classes the couple times that she's gone so far. And I'm so excited for her to be experiencing that, having that joy and excitement for that. So what's something that you've always wanted to try, but haven't done yet? Do it. Try it. You know, look online, you know, just Google search it. I'm sure you'll find leagues, classes, go to the library, you know, whatever it may be. Try it. Be fun. Next, what characteristics, excuse me, what characteristics do you like and admire but don't have yourself? Who are some of the people that you look up to? It could be friends or family, teachers, people you've met, or it could be, you know, famous people throughout history, you know, could be the person in the coffee shop, person working behind the counter that just knows everyone's name and knows their order and just is always greeting people with a smile and not afraid to talk to anyone. What are the characteristics that you admire but don't have yourself? Again, this is pretty similar to the five to 10 year goal. When you recognize what it is you want, what you admire and what you want for your life, you can start implementing that in small ways into your life and start thinking, okay, what would this person do? You know, there's the, what would Jesus do? WWJD, you know, start instead of Jesus, put whatever letter, you know, the first name of the person you want there instead. Or it could be Jesus, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Could be Buddha, could be, could be Don, John, Jane, you know, Joyce, doesn't matter. What are the characteristics you admire and you don't have and how can you start implementing those into your life? And lastly, what do I worry about and why do I worry about it? When you are worrying about something it takes up a lot of your energy and mind space and gives you anxiety and nervousness sometimes makes you freeze sometimes you can't take that step forward so when you're worrying about something what you know what do you worry about you gotta ask yourself a couple questions one is there anything I can do about it? Is worrying actually going benefiting me in any way? Is it really something that is going to affect me? And two, 
again, I said this, I believe, in a very recent podcast episode. Is a live or die situation? Is someone going to be hurt, remained killed because of your action or inaction? If not, then don't worry about it. You know, put it off or, or start formulating a plan on how you can take action so you don't have to worry about it anymore. How it can be something that you solve and fix and don't worry about anymore. So what do I worry about and why is it worth worrying about? What can I do to make myself stop worrying about it? Get advice from friends, family. See if they have ideas on if you should be worrying about it and or how can you get over the worry. So there you have the second half of our reflection questions. And when you can take a closer look at your life and answer these questions, again, it's just going to help give you direction, give you focus. And when you can answer these questions and start forming your days, your activities, your weeks, the things you do, the things you want to do around your answers, and check back in with yourself on these questions. Maybe, you know, write all these questions down and revisit them from time to time. You would be amazed at how far you can go, how far of a transition you can make into a different life just by staying focused on your answers and how they, how your answers have changed because of these small steps you've taken based on small take small steps you've taken based on your answers because when you answer these questions when you ask yourself these questions and answer them it's going to open up your eyes to all the possibility that really is out there waiting for you the opportunities for a great life and the thing is only you can answer these questions for yourself You can always get a boost of confidence from talking to your friends and and asking for their advice and and asking for their assistance on and keeping you accountable and those things and that can help you along the way but your answers to these questions and the way you live your life the way you react to the answers that you give is how your life will change. It's how you can step up to greatness. So answer these questions. Put your answers up somewhere where you can see them each day. Put them in your phone. So when you're sitting at a red light, taking a break at work or 
before you turn off all your electronics for the night. Take a look and ask yourself, did I do anything today to get me closer to where I want to be based on these answers? Not every day is going to be perfect. It's alright if you have some days that aren't living the way that you want to be. Don't let too many days go by. If you fall off for a day, get back on. And once you do, keep moving forward. Step up to greatness. Answer the questions. Get out of here. Go be great. Peace. What's going on, everyone? Dustin here, wanting to say thank you again for checking out my podcast. Be sure to leave a review or comment on this episode on your favorite podcast provider. And be sure to subscribe and share with your friends that you think would find this information useful. In the meantime, keep moving forward and step up to greatness.